when I woke up this morning, I was feeling pretty dangerous. It's showtime. This is the Bold Nonsense Podcast. We might as well have a good time. Disney. Dynamite drop in money. That broadcast school has really paid off. At Still Smooth Productions. <laughs> oh, big golf, huh? All right. Well, see you later. And the man you know as the smartest idiot in the world. I think cerveza in a can is probably the greatest invention besides yoga pants and Chipotle. At St. Bales. <laughs> Nonsense podcast on the BNPN. The red light is on. Red light means stop thinking, get a little senseless with us, tone it down into like that mid range where everything is good. Everything's good. It's kind of in neutral. That's what we're looking for on 4 9 2021. That is April 9th of the year 2021. We're zooming right along. This is episode 152. I'm uh, at Walsh Disney. I'm the host. I almost said with the most. That's not what I said. Nah. Little out of sorts. Happiest host on earth. That's who I am. I love scotch. Scotchy scotch scotch. Here it goes down. Down into my belly. Uh, thanks for joining us once again. And I have to thank you for joining us once again. Uh, he's the co-host. That's still smooth. Thank you, at Walsh Disney, for that introduction. Like you said, my name is Estill Smooth, a.k.a. Mr. PTO. Because I'm here only some of the weeks. Uh, what I do, the weeks that I'm here, is I bring you on this date. And I have a Masters-themed date fact for you. On April 9th of the year 2006, that was the 70th run of the Masters. Um, Phil Mickelson wins his second green jacket, green jacket, excuse me, uh, clearing Tim Clark by two whole strokes. So again, April 9th, 2006, Phil Mickelson wins the Masters tournament um, and also collects his second green jacket, uh, clearing Tim Clark by two shots. I actually don't know if... Uh, did Phil cap his Masters wins at two? I don't actually know how many. I know Tiger has five, I think. I don't know how many Phil has. I don't know if that was his last one. I might actually fact check that. Me right now. I didn't know how many he had, but it feels like all of his wins have been overshadowed to me. <laughs> Pretty much his whole career. Very much so. Because I feel like oh. most people, if they heard multi, like multiple Masters wins for Phil, would be a little surprised. 
Yes, yes. Especially the way he played today. I mean, he's older. He's a <laughs> bang. <laughs> he's older, but uh, yes, he Phil. I think they even said that in the Tiger documentary, right? Like Phil was, he was the man. He had that pure talent, but I don't know if he had, and no one's knocking him on his, you know, drive or anything, but Tiger was all, all of his chips were in. And Tiger just had that drive, that freak drive that just overshadowed Phil. You know, Phil's a very good golfer, obviously, but like you said, he just is kind of the little brother right now. Um, Pretty much always. But I feel like Phil was always, he was the regular golfer. Yeah. And until Tiger, like Tiger changed the view of what a golfer was. Like Phil Mickelson was what golfers were. Mm-hmm. Until mm-hmm. Tiger changed what golfers were. More you know shape, training room, or weight room, stuff like that. Yeah. 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 All, all of it. The commitment basically just like ramped it up. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Good for good for Phil, though. Good for Phil. He still got the flop shot. We saw it today. Yes. And we yes, will, we did. And we will get to it in a little bit. But first, we got to do random thoughts. Don't worry. I'm not gonna do what everyone thinks I'm gonna do. Flip out, man. Nah, I'm saying. Well, I'm awake and I speak English, so yeah, I do know what you're saying. I've been a brainstorm session. I think I just. Yeah. I just had an idea. Isn't that weird? First off, with random thoughts, we've gotta start with a som on a somber note, with a with a large. R.I.P. to the man himself, to D.M.X. himself. Dun 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 dun. Yo, get it twisted. This rap shit is mine. Gone too yeah. soon at fifty. That's sad, dude. That's sad. And Ru- Rudolph will never be the same because of DMX. Mm. <laughs> that was one of the more odd YouTube videos I've ever seen. His take on Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. But it somehow worked. It somehow worked. And my the world's fa- a better place because of it. My favorite part is actually of that video. And I feel like it's the most pure DMX. Um, is before the song actually starts. You know what I'm talking about? She goes, she's like, uh, the song's about to start, and she goes, do you need the lyrics? <laughs> and then do you, you, can you hear his response in your head? No, uh uh-uh. Okay, I'll, I'll put it in right here. Printed the lyrics of Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, and would you- I know the lyrics. <laughs> <laughs> it is so funny. It's, it's pure DMX. <laughs> So, so to like, that in, I, I'll, I just put in that, I'll put in that part and then I'll put a little bit of classic DMX right here. One more road to cross, one more is to take, gotta live my life back, it's one more move to make. Up 
good DMX, but now, you know, we'll, we'll always remember him. He will always be remembered in his music. Um, but let's move on. Little happier notes. Um, the first thing I wanted to ask, I, I just have a question. Do you prefer Solf or Frolf? If you had to choose one. What? I don't know what either of those are. What is that? You don't know what frolfing is? No, okay, that's frisbee golf. Yeah, and then solf. I don't know if this is an official name. Is that soccer golf? Don't yeah. do that to me. Don't do that yeah. to me. <laughs> don't do that. I just shortened it, just like frisbee golf. <laughs> I thought you were talking about frothing, like the frothy milk on like some people's coffees. I was like, what are you talking about, dude? No, no, no. I drink it black. Um... To be honest, I've never played your so-called salt, but uh, I think it would be fun. I think if I were to choose to be good at one or the other, the way people can hook certain Frisbees and the way they throw Frisbees, backhand, forehand, above, you know, just to curve around trees and stuff, frothing's way cooler. I'm surprised from the soccer guy that you're going with froth. And maybe it, maybe my answer lies in it's, you know, you always want to, you're drawn to something you don't know, you know, or are not able to do. And I'm a straight Frisbee thrower and straight if I'm, if I'm, you know, lucky, but um, that's true. And that's okay. I consider myself very lucky in that I can be at least averagely to maybe just slightly above average in terms of quality in most physical endeavors. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Um, You're athletic. Except Frisbee. I've never been able to figure it out. I don't understand it in any way. Can't throw it, can't throw it like, can't curve it like you're talking about. I can't even get it to go point A to B. Yeah, like that's I don't I just don't understand frisbee, and so I'm with you. It's a cra- it, it is insane. It's just like golf, dude. It's it's you don't have to be athletic to golf. You just it's all about fundamentals and knowing how to correctly use a wedge, hit your irons, hit your driver. And I know there's certain there's like I know there are driving discs, and I know there are I know there's like different discs you know i don't know if there's a putter or whatnot but um it's just all about knowing what what to do and how to do it and it's just so frustrating if you if you don't know how because it's throwing a silly piece of plastic hopefully into a cage but you can't do it because you don't know how yeah yes and we've we have felt that frustration as early as yesterday very much in terms of the real golf um Okay, uh, before I move, go on, you got any, any random thoughts for this week? I was actually just going to give a shout out to DMX, but uh, oh, no, okay. you, we, we covered that one. Co- covered. Um, the other thing I wanted to talk about, this happened a little over a week ago, uh, but the frustration with trains. Oh, Oh, you start off your story. Yeah, you start off your story. So my story is actually, I mean, nobody tell my boss, but it's a little (laughs) bit, there's a silver lining. So I, (laughs) 
at work, you know, I think people know I drive a lot. I'm all around the city of Hillsborough. Um, and I was going from one place to another in that city and had to cross the train tracks. And I was stuck for an hour. An hour. I moved roughly 25 yards in an hour uh, during work because a train, it's one of the long trains, sometimes you get the short trains. I had the long trains. Um, and it stopped two different times at where I was at. And I couldn't even do the turnaround and go somewhere else because it was covering, it was so long, it was covering the, the multiple places that I could get over the tracks in. And I had to cross the tracks. Uh, so yeah, I, for an hour of work time, I was just sitting in the truck, listening to music, even turned on some Netflix for, uh, for a couple minutes. Um, but yeah, it, it was wild. And then we got, my, my good story turned into a bad story because a friend of the podcast, Real Nate Kramer, got screwed by the Yeah, we were, uh, we had a nice twilight round, no ads for Summerfield Golf, uh, scheduled at Summerfield Golf, um, there in Tiger, you, myself, and at Real Nate Kramer, um, set for 5.30, uh, all of us, you know, we're going to make it easily on time, um, however, uh, my brother was stuck behind the train, I think, for, um, he was frantically texting me, like, you could tell he was nervous, I, I saw all the emotions, all the waves of emotions go through the text from, okay, might be a little late, to frantic uh, panic like this might I might actually not be able to golf to this is just stupid you know and then he gives me a call like hey okay whatever um, but he was stuck behind the train and it wasn't it wasn't just like moving slowly it just was stopped in front of him yeah for over an hour luckily he has so, and he was he was uh, pinned from the back and pinned from the front, so he couldn't even turn around. Luckily, someone in the front, I think the truck in front of him, pulled off finally after the hour had passed. So he was able to maneuver around. Uh, I think he said he came in close contact, almost hit a girl on a bike, didn't. So we're safe there. Yeah. Uh, Kept it clean. Yeah. Yeah. Made it. Uh, made it on. Didn't make it on time. But we did. <laughs> we. Uh, I think we're about 20 minutes late. And uh, the. Maybe get 30. A, did get a nine in. We're. You know. We got it done. But. We got it done. But yeah. the. Uh, the marshal wasn't too happy. And he made it known that. Oh. You guys are going to make a. Maybe we stay late. Well. Yeah. It's well, your job. Yeah. We paid. <laughs> yeah. You, you're probably, you know, like three minutes from your house, so you'll be Yeah, right. you're fine. You're yeah. fine. Now, also, just leave. Like, what do you think we're going to do here? We're going to finish well, our yeah. nine. We'll leave the carts out front, and we'll take off. We cannot play another nine because it will be dark by then. At this so point, I it's think, on you. I think we're fine. Yeah, you do, exactly. You do you, big guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's how we were feeling. Um, so, yeah. yeah. Uh, how do you feel about trains in general? Like, obviously, that paints it as, like, a little bit of a pain in the ass. But I'm a big fan of trains. I think they're good for moving commodities, like wheat or... <laughs> wheat? Like, <laughs> or, or, like, gravel and so stuff. So you just I like them in industrial settings? I think they're... Yes, I think they are good uses for industrial settings. I have been an Amtrak guy from time to time, and the, a nice train ride is... 
is good. Yeah. Um, That's what I was going to say. They have train vacations, and I would love to do that. Where you can like you, action. you can basically take a train from place to place, and you can get off the train for a little bit. Kind of like the same thing with like a bus tour, but you go uh, to the train. I would love that. I'm a big fan of like riding the train. I have good memories of riding the train up to Seattle Mariners games when I was young, and that was awesome. Yeah, I like to train. It's more. It is relaxing. Yeah. Buses, no thank you. No. Train, you're just going, you know, and right. you know when you're going to get there. You don't have any surprise traffic because the, the stops along the way, you can account for. You know, the, the yeah. time's already built into the ETA. Yeah. And I also like, they, you know, when they have tracks they don't use anymore, they've got that, like, those train carts that you yes. can pedal along, you know, mm-hmm. along mm-hmm. abandoned train tracks. I would love to do that, too. Um, I actually think that would be fun. Get a buddy and go. Yeah. Pump up and down. Like, yeah. Like hobos. Exact classic yeah. hobo. Get a couple back. Throw a couple bandanas over our shoulder. Throw some dirt on your face. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. That kind of thing. Don't shower for a week. Yeah. I'm. <laughs> I was gonna say I'm down, but I was like, yeah, I don't know if I'm down. <laughs> <laughs> We don't have to commit that much. Depending on how the pandemic continues to roll out, we'll see. <laughs> you know, fingers crossed. Yeah. <laughs> we don't end up there. True. Okay. Uh, nice little conversation there, but let's test the mind out during trivia. Trivia! Trivia! <laughs> trivia, baby! Oh. <laughs> Welcome back to Jeopardy. Going to make that your final answer? You think you're pretty smart, don't you, Trebek? Trivia! This is trivia where we bring you life-changing trivia facts. Last week, the trivia question read like this. Which pitcher has the most opening day starts of all time? One more time. Which pitcher has the most opening day starts of all time? Answer, Tom Seaver with 16. That is amazing. The first one was at age 23. The last one at age 41. Tom Seaver I don't know you. Don't know if you were a great pitcher or not. At Walsh Disney, I'll let you take it away after this. But that's an incredible feat. You're entrusted with starting, kicking off the season at 23 years old. You're probably a young gun, probably got the arm, probably got all the babes all over you. Then you get a transition all the way to 41. You might be married, but you're still old faithful, and you're still getting it done. You still get a kick off the season. Yeah, I mean, Tom Steve was a great pitcher. I mean, a Hall of Fame guy, oh, okay. and the best, one of the best pitchers in Mets history, if not just like full on the best pitcher in Mets history. Okay. Um, and shout out our boy Gates. In high school, he was known for having a classic Tom Seaver baseball glove. That was <laughs> that was one of one of the many mascots of our our baseball team uh, later in our high school high school career. It was just a classic glove. Well, did it have like the old like you know fake signature on the, like the finger oh, yeah. or whatever? Yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> okay. it, it, it was the Tom Seaver signature glove. Nice, nice, absolutely incredible. Incredible, yeah. What a what a long career, though. And uh, a little bit of a shout out to 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 you and and kind of us. And just I didn't have 
So the note on our rundown is just uh, a dash and then first one at 23, last at 41. And you instinctively knew, we've been friends for so long, you knew that was that was years, that was that was age. We uh, read it, hey, this is episode 152. 152, we're, we're in the groove at this point. Yes, sir. This week's trivia question goes like this. And, uh, you know, we're sticking to golf on this, on this episode. This is a term golfers use when referring to their go-to or old reliable club in their bag. So this is the, 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 the go-to club in the bag. This is the old reliable. This is the term for that golf club. I love this trivia question. Before we move on, what is your old reliable? That's what I was thinking too. It used to be nine. It used to be my nine iron. Mm-hmm. Now, <laughs> arguably, it's none of them. But, <laughs> but I would say like a four, a four, a four, seven or nine. I I, I would lean nine still. But the seven's creeping up there. That's so odd. <clears throat> That's so odd that you have three very different length clubs that you say you hit with confidence. Because I feel like either you got your you as the fictional you, uh, you know, either you play your short irons, your wedges, long irons, driver. You know, those are all sections of clubs. But you kind of have a feeling for three very different irons. But I feel like, well, I said four because I have to punch so often now nah. for whatever freaking reason. <laughs> but I can't, and, I, and I've and i been doing an okay job with the punch, um, which sucks Three. because it means that I have to do it all the time. Mm. But the four iron hasn't let me down in, in that shot. So that's no, why okay. I said that one. I gotcha. What's I yours? Gotcha. I think my wedges, man. I think my sand through my pitching wedge... You know, I think where you mentioned it before, our games might be slipping a little bit, oh. uh, or I, I can say that personally, but uh, I, I'm comfortable with my sandwich approach and pitch, I think. I like it. All right, let's get to the news. I've just been handed an urgent news story, and I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. This is the fucking news. News, 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 news. We're news too. Only news told much later. See the game last night? Which game? Any of them. Passes it to the man, shoots it, and boom goes the dynamite. Fantastic. I am so sorry. Someone put the story in all capital letters, and I, I thought I was supposed to yell it. Not a lot of news. Uh, we were talking off pod like this. We're kind of getting into the dead time. Uh, baseball is early and it's 162. So, and the NBA is right in the thick of it. Not to the playoffs yet. The NFL is in its dead time. But the, the, uh, the draft is soon approaching. So really what we got is what we'll talk about last in this news rundown. Save it for that. In the NFL, Sam Darnold was traded to the Panthers. Um, so Jets move him. They get a couple of picks. One this year, two next year. But Sam Darnold to the Panthers. Double thumbs up. You like it? I think with Matt Rule, I think I think I think the problem with Sam 
was that he had too many options at the at the line of scrimmage. If you just give him a game plan, which I think Matt Rule is able to do, um, and have him make less decisions, um, I think he's more comfortable. And I think, like I said, Rule's offense should hopefully uh, fit him better than whatever clown show Adam Gase had uh, running over there. Yeah, I'm with you. I just think the roster is better, the coach is yes. better, the offense is better. Like, Weapons, yes. The the fit in terms of personality, like even when he got like who you heard Sam Darnold was and how he grew up in like the surfing community and the small town community and how it was like everybody knew everybody and then he goes to New York and you're like that doesn't really fit. It's not a big time. Yeah. Like, even right when he was drafted, it was like, well, he's going to have to get used to the big city lifestyle. And I was like, Dad, does that even work? Now he goes to, now he goes to Carolina. Mm-hmm. And it's like, that's better. <laughs> yeah. He's going to, I think he'll like it more. I think, like, everything is set up for him. Um, and we talked about it, me and the captain, the day it happened, we talked about it uh, on Drinking in the Draft. And draft-wise, we were just like, you know, don't love that for the Jets draft-wise. Especially me. The captain liked it a little bit more for the Jets. But um, in terms – so I'll talk about it a little differently. If you want to hear that, go listen to that. Um, But but I'll talk about it a little differently here. And just in terms of, like, the football fit, I love it. Um, Because it's it's kind of the reboot that Sam Darnold needs football-wise. Correct. All right. I, I, I do think it. I think it might look a little funny that that red hair in a Carolina blue uniform or a silver uniform. That might look a little weird, but keep on the helmet and we should be fine. Yeah. I mean, let's stick to like the black <laughs> alternates. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, in the NBA, Drew Holiday, he signed a four-year, one hundred and sixty million dollar extension with the Bucks. Um, I like this. I always felt like Drew Holiday, um, and there's not like a delicate way to put this, but he had this rise. He was on the rise. Uh, he was kind of going towards that like all-star, um, borderline superstar time. And this was like a a season and a half ago. And then his wife got sick and it kind of cut that at the knees. Um, And obviously, I'm not, like, applying blame here, but, like, yeah, but it's yeah, just yeah, an unfortunate thing that happened to Drew Holiday yeah. Uh, yeah. and his career. So, I like this. I feel like he, he went from uh, this rising player to kind of an underrated player. People sleep on him. Yes, I agree. Yeah. Um, yeah I mean, he's a perfect player to play with Giannis. I think, you know, where Middleton... Uh, we see year after year can play during the regular season, but is so freaking streaky when it comes to crunch time. You give you lock Drew Holiday in for another four years. Um, give give Giannis a supporting cast. Which which they're they're building a nice they're building a nice roster there in Milwaukee. Um, if not already solidified, a nice roster there in Milwaukee. But uh, yeah, Drew's a great teammate. Uh, he's just kind of what you want. Um, in your uh, if if you want him in your city, yeah. Simple. Well, he fits Giannis so perfectly because he can play. He's that hybrid 
point guard off ball guard. Yeah. And yeah. Giannis is the being the point forward. Like he and Drew work together well. So this this is a good fit. I like it. Um, have to bring it up, although I feel like most uh, people in our circles are pretty disappointed. But uh, Baylor, Baylor wins the NCAA championship, eighty-six seventy. It really wasn't, I believe. Uh, it really wasn't all that close. Um, and everybody I've talked to, like I said, disappointing. Basically. Uh, you know, that Gonzaga semifinal game is a game people are still talking about. And that's the thing that I feel like you can take away from this for Gonzaga. Uh, sometimes, sometimes, who wins March Madness isn't the story and will be forgotten. And sometimes the semifinal is the story uh, and will be talked about more. So I feel yeah. like, like in uh, 15 years, when nobody remembers the game, the, the championship game, we'll still be talking about Suggs' game winner. We'll still be talking about how great that UCLA-Gonzaga game was, and everyone will forget the fact that that was not the championship game and that Baylor actually won this past one. They'll still be talking about Gonzaga's run and the Gonzaga-UCLA game. I, I totally agree. Um, I mean, you see it with the Christian Leitner uh, shot. I believe that was at a semifinal or quarterfinal. That wasn't a championship game. Um, but it's just big moments, and that's what the tournament uh, is known for. Uh, I, quite honestly, did not watch the second half of this the, of the of the final. Um, like you mentioned, it was it was over pretty early. I think Bailey jumped down to a 9-0 start, and then everyone's eyes were just like. Whoa! What the heck are we watching? You know, yeah. um, and I don't know if it was Gonzaga tired, half, tired, like coming off of a. I mean, like emotionally like, tired. Yeah, just like emo- that's what I was saying. Emotional hangovers. Like, yeah, you just went through a huge roller coaster of a game, um, and then it's just kind of hard to bring yourself back up again. Um, and I think Baylor Baylor wanted this matchup since the beginning of the season. You know, they were supposed to play Gonzaga uh, from the beginning. I believe it was canceled during or because of COVID. Uh, yeah. But they they were number one and number two the whole year, and Baylor was looking to steal that number one spot um, the whole year, and and they got their shot. Yeah, the thing I the thing that I kind of took away from it was that I would have liked to see. Not because um, of unfairness or anything. I'm not bringing that up. But I'm just saying I would like to see this matchup if Baylor or, or if Gonzaga had gotten a week to to rest and, like, forget about this, that game. Because you're right. It, it became such a big story. It became – like, it took over the sports world um, that I, I do think that that played a major factor in the fact that Baylor had such an uneventful uh, win over Houston, mm. it was just like nothing story so big, and that led to the championship game. But if you're not going to win the championship, go ahead and sabotage the narrative of whoever does to the point where <laughs> that's yeah. the way to do it. Yeah, I'd say so. All right, let's talk about the story of the week. Let's talk about the Masters. 
It's so beautiful. I love it. Been watching it the past two days. Don't tell anybody, but it was a little uh, risky setup when I was watching it. But hey, I'm not gonna dive too into it. I'm not gonna. I'm not going to uh, to wrap myself out here. But it was a little risky. I'll just say that. Have enjoyed watching it the past two days. So it's been amazing. It really has. I like the mixture. I'm just going to give my two cents and then I'll, I'll throw it real quick back over to you. I really like the complete or the two very different days. Day one, very dry course, extremely hard pin placements. And I love I love to watch the best in the world struggle a bit because we know how it feels like. They look like regular golfers. They're misreading putts. They're going in traps. They're having to pull balls out of azalea bushes and then the second day more favorable pin placements softer ground um and people are starting to score um so two very different days leaderboard is stacked um what did you think about this one wash disney uh, I'm, I'm kind of in agreement i love the really hard conditions um when we were golfing yesterday yesterday evening we were actually talking about how in November when they played the Masters, uh, everyone was talking about how low the scores were and the the groundskeepers were like, oh, okay, you want to talk about how the gust is not that hard? Well, we'll look what yeah. we do now. And it is borderline dead grass on the greens right now. Um, the only thing that I was thinking is it seems like a big advantage more than I've seen to play early. It seemed, because even, even today when they were talking about how they softened it up a little bit, it was, it seemed a lot softer in, in early than it was later. Um, watching that first group, I think it was, now I'm trying to remember exactly who it was. Um, it wasn't Justin Rose, but it, I, I want to say, gosh, I can't, I can't remember who it was. Maybe it was, um, Oh, Scotty. Help me Schefter. out. Chef. Scotty Schefter. Scotty Sh- Fletcher. Scotty. <laughs> Damn it. Um, He's a Nike guy, isn't he? Uh, he, he is, you absolute gosh, homer. Um, uh, I know. I'm going to find him. Scheffler. Scotty Scheffler. Thank you. Scotty I was Scheffler. Say Schefter. I was like, that does not. Yeah, I, I feel like it was Scheffler. He hit a pitch, uh, a kind of an approach shot, and he actually got grab on the backspin. And that just wasn't happening at all yesterday. Later in the in in the uh, featured groups, and it wasn't happening later today as much. You know, Reed had a hard time with that. Uh, Rory had a hard time with that. Like a lot of people had a hard time with that, and he got it. And that was a notable different difference to me. So that was something that I was very interested in. Is like I feel like those guys got an uh, easier time of it if you played early. Uh, and then you see Justin Rose sitting at the top of the leaderboard who played early both days. Did you notice exactly. that? No, I, I, I agree. Um, um, I want to piggyback off of what you're saying, too. Um, it pays off again to play early tomorrow as 
Uh, looks like there's rain in the forecast, high 83 p.m. thunderstorms, actually. So it's going to oh, rain, wow. it's going to be muggy, and a chance of thunderstorms tomorrow in Augusta. Uh, do, 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 chance of precipitation right around 65. So, yeah, it's going to be, it, we're going to see three different days, completely different days of golf. Hopefully the Masters isn't paused because I absolutely hate that. But uh, we'll see if, I don't know if you can push up tee times to try and get everybody in. I'm sure there's some shuffling can go around, but you don't want to start too early. But uh, if it gets even a little soggier on Saturday, what does the course look like on Sunday? So um, it's just shaping up to be a very interesting Masters weekend. Agreed. And like you said, the leaderboard, like it is stacked. We've got Rose at the top, like I said, it alone at seven under. Uh, Spieth is down and tied for fourth at five under. Matsuyama is at four under. Uh, Justin Thomas, Tony Finau in the top mm-hmm. ten, ready to make a run. Shoffley, Morikawa, Cam Smith, like a... I love Cam Smith. He, I'm starting to that be, become a Cam Smith fan. A little rat of a guy, but I, I love Cam Smith. He is pretty gross. Um, <laughs> who I'm loving, and I we talked about it today. We were texting about it today. Shane Lowry and Tommy Fleetwood yes. both tied at 21 at even. Um, a lot of guys tied at 21 there. I think that they could have two good days. Um you know, Tommy Fleetwood fell apart a little bit, but I love Tommy Fleetwood. Mm-hmm. Just keep it nice and steady and go get it. I love Tommy Fleetwood and Shane he Lowry, had, the Irishman. I was going to say, like, of course you love uh, Lowry. Lowry. Yeah, um, but Fleet, Fleetwood had a quote um, yesterday saying something about, you know, I was about ready to give up and just quit on golf you know he was just playing terrible um that first day on thursday and then he aces out um and then it just he 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 basically was saying like it just goes to show you how silly of a game this is you know like yeah you can just bang your head against the wall just swear it off completely then you hit one shot and you're right back in it you know and you're fine and you're yeah that kind of happened so, to Rose today. Rose was terrible on the front nine. He has like two, he strings together basically three shots from an approach to a chip to a drive. And then his day is completely found. Pretty crazy stuff. That is golf. Yeah. And that is the Masters. We hope all of you will be watching this weekend. Uh, loving it just like us. Golf guys. Golf guys. Okay. And that is, uh, that's new. That's the news. The Masters, the biggest thing going right now. Uh, Now we want to get into a Masters-themed recess. If we played them ten times, they might win nine. But not this game. This is your time. Oh, boy, is this great. Welcome to the show where everything's made up and the points don't matter. Uh, so recess this week is kind of, like we said, it's golf themed. Most of this episode is golf themed. Um, came up with this idea. It's very similar to back alley brawl in which we choose a, uh, a group of people for our team. 
Although this is a different scenario. This is if you had to have basically a relay team for one long par five golf hole, you have to have somebody to choose uh, to hit these shots. So you have to have somebody to hit your drive. And then whatever that wherever that drive is, the next person's gotta hit the long iron. Then the next person's gotta hit the short iron. So it just kinda goes all the way down. Uh, we've got drive, long iron, short iron, chip, and putt. Mm -hmm. Drive, mm -hmm. long iron, short iron, chip, and putt. Um, that's how we're doing it. Hoping to get our par. Who would those guys be that would hit those shots? I like it. I'm excited. I'm 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 curious to see where where you go because I didn't. I was having a hard time picking mine. Um, I have a mixture of athletes, fictional characters, and I have a couple of uh, curveballs in there too. So I, yeah. I'm curious to see where you go. So I tried to do it where it's not people that we like know are good at golf. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? That's what I tried to do. Uh, yeah, but we'll, we'll see. So let's go. Let's start with the long. Let's start with off the tee. Let's just move it down the hole. Gotcha. Off the tee with our drive. Who do you got with the long stick? The boom stick. The bomb stick. Ooh. I think you're crazy if you don't draft Billy Madison first overall. <laughs> oh, did I take him? <laughs> no, I just really like that. And, yeah. <laughs> damn it, now I feel uh, dumb. <laughs> uh, but I think you have to draft Billy Madison. Not Billy Madison. Not Happy Gilmore, as you thought. Sorry, not Billy Madison. Happy Gilmore. We all but knew who you, who you met. Yeah, Happy Gilmore. Uh, Gilmore off the tee with that one, two, three step and a swing. Yeah. Absolute bomb. My favorite scene in that, he's got not only the distance, but the accuracy to uh, drive off of his front lawn to hit the lady out of the bedroom window all the way down at the end of his street and she yeah. falls out of the window one of the best one of the best scenes in that movie so if you remember the beginning of that scene he actually hits the guy first no oh, yeah. <laughs> he hits yeah. the guy first and shout out uh somebody that we talked about you know watching on on apps and stuff trying to watch the master as much as we can colt nost who we had never heard of, but uh, he is the like color guy basically for the featured groups on the app that I'm watching on, and I think uh, Real Nick Kramer's watching on as well because we talked about him. He pulled out the reference during Masters coverage of Happy Gilmore, which is oh. just like bringing it in the younger group, not as stiff, not as uh, stuffy. Yes. He yeah. brought out the shouldn't have been standing there reference <laughs> to Happy Gilmore. And I heard that and it took me a second. I was so, so thrown off that there was a Happy Gilmore reference that it took me a second. I was like, nice job. Like, very nice. Very golf clap for that reference. Was that when Rory hit his dad with the ball? Yes. Yeah, they were talking about Rory hitting his dad yesterday okay. with yeah. the ball, and the guy just all like he doesn't re he doesn't say what it's from. All he does is go shouldn't have been standing there. And if you don't get it, then like it's just a sentence. But if you get yes. it, then it's hilarious. Exactly. Very exactly. well done. Very well done. Um, so I do love your choice. Should have gone with that. Instead, I went with the American icon himself, Superman. How much more? You can't get more power off the tee than mm. Superman. 
Yeah. Yeah. And he can do all things well. I think that's a great drive to start us off. Dang. Yeah. If you want some mustard behind the ball, you've got the right pick. Yeah. Uh, okay, let's go long iron shots here. Um, I don't know how this is going to work, but hear me out. Sean Bradley. Don't know if he's a golfer, but I just like the length. The leverage. Yes. I, if, I can, if he can work out the, the, the long arms, the mechanics, and he connects with the long iron, long arms, long legs, long recoil, long iron, long ball. I all say, you, I say I'm, all you need is one. Yes, that's true. So if I can coach him up a little bit, um, I know it's a hard sport, but Sean, you've got to pull through for me for at least one swing, baby. So I went with a different Sean. Um, I feel like long irons are people always focus on the driver. Short irons and in people know you got to be good to to have a low score. People forget the uh, the long iron. They forget to practice it. So I needed somebody who could who is very detail oriented, who could mm. just take details and replicate it right away. So I went to my favorite show of all time, Psych. Sean Spencer from Psych, the main (laughs) character, one of my favorite characters. He can see it, he can get the details down, and he can just do it right away. He remembers all details. Sean Spencer from Psych, he's going to hit my long iron again. I'm trusting him with this, but all I need is one. Yes. Okay. Let's go short iron. Short iron. I love my short iron. I'll go first. I'll go first on this yes. one. We'll, we'll flip it. Short iron here. He plays himself, but it's the the who he plays, the uh, little bit of the character that he is in this movie. It's Bill Murray from Space Jam. Oh, dang My it. short iron. If you dang remember it. who dang Bill it. Murray is in that movie... Even in basketball, he he's the fundamentals guy. He's just trying. He's not that not that athletic, but he goes in, he plays his role, and that's how he played golf in that movie as well. And that's what I need him to do for my team. Mm. Go in, hit it towards the pin. That's all we need, Bill, and he'll get it done. <laughs> I like it. Another American icon. Very much so. This. I'm not going to call him a filler because that would be disrespectful, but it's a team sport. And even if we're just playing one par five, I want the guys on my team to have a good time. And I want that. I want us to be having, be, I want to obviously beat your team, but I also want to have a good time with my team. Yeah. I'm going Jim Halpert. I don't remember what episode from the office they were going uh, golfing. It was like him, Dwight and, like the new CEO, I forgot his name. Oh, that might be a different one. The one I'm remembering is when he's he's trying to make the sale, and it's him, Andy, and Kevin, and the the guy who owns a different company. And Kevin's trying to make all the bets, and Andy, oh. Andy, when what does he say? He hit 1,200 balls at the range or something. He's got the gloves on. 
Yes, dude. Okay, well, okay. I'll, I'll go with that. Jim, Jim, <laughs> that's funny. I forgot about that. Jim has just enough understanding of the game that he's not going to embarrass our team, but he's also throwing back beers at the 19th hole, you know? Yeah. Um, so I'm not going to call him a filler, but that was definitely a charismatic add to the team. That, that's a lot of character. I like that. Uh, okay, so the chip. Chip, you got to get on. So we're kind of playing this as like, uh, you know, everybody does their part. Mm-hmm. You know, you're just looking for a little bit above average on your on your particular shot, but we're not going to act like we're we're on in two. Mm-hmm. You got to go station to station. So the chip, who do you got? I'm going laser focus, and this is you might call this cheating. Because I sort of bent the rules. He's I mean, not a known say, golfer. If you say Tiger Woods, I'm going to be pissed. Oh, no, no, no. I'm going... So I like what you were saying about the laser focus with your psych pick. Um, if you're chipping, you got to be dialed in. you got to put it within... Give me at least 10, hopefully 5 feet. Uh, I'm going Tom Brady. Uh, the match, again, he wasn't... He wasn't heroic. He hit some nice shots. Um... But again, I think he brings other elements of just his competitive nature that maybe as we're walking from shot to shot, he can shed some light and put us in the right mental space. I like Tom Brady as my chipping man. He's the leader. So, Chip, you got to be focused, but you got to have great hands. And who will have great hands? Who has the steady hands? Dr. Doug Ross. If you don't know that name, then you're not the biggest fan of ER or George Clooney. Oh yeah, Dr. Doug Ross. George Clooney nice. from ER. Come nice. in, steady-handed gentleman who just chips us on Get It Close. Dang. I think out of all the positions, you definitely have me beat there because that was, that was well done. And we <laughs> haven't gotten well to putting yet, but let's do it now. My putting... This is a tall order, but this, this man's going to be able to fill it. This is basically the anchor of your relay team. And I'm putting it in the hands of a senseless member. Oh, Lord. I'm, I'm calling on none other than Nolo Cassidy. I've golfed with him twice, and his putting's been outrageous. The Chucky Buckets. So, Chucky Buckets. All the ads for Chucky Buckets. Nolo Cassidy, if you're listening... You're my fifth. You're going to sink this putt, and I got all the faith in you. Uh, yeah, full on, full on edge for Chucky Buckets. Go check out his music. Uh, but yeah, okay, I like that. I like that. I went a different direction with my finisher. I needed somebody who was going to be calm under pressure, mm. who who wasn't going to get rattled by anything. Mm. And this man was never rattled. In his many seasons of the most ridiculous things that you could possibly throw at him. He's known for his cool demeanor. His name is Jack Bauer. Oh, dang it. Jack Bauer. Kiefer Sutherland from 24. Jack Bauer. Always gets the job done. Never gets rattled. He's putting the ball in the cup. I like it. I like that. I need so I'm, like going, so I'm going Superman to Sean Spencer to Bill Murray to Dr. Doug Ross to Jack Bauer. I'm going Happy Gilmore to Sean Bradley to 
Jim Halpert to Tom Brady to No Low Cassidy, Chucky Buckets. Very, very well done. What a charismatic two, team. Two very different teams. Quite the par five outing. Yeah. Great, great, great group of guys. That's a golf tournament I want to be a part of. Um, yes, sir. Okay, so if you were to take both ends, of, say we play this hole 10 times, uh, what is your team going to get at its best? What is your team going to get at its worst? As far as the score? Yeah, so I'll say, like, worst case scenario, Superman go ahead and drives it, like, as far as he can and just mm. miss hits the hell out of it, and we're basically mm. done. We're, like, double par. Mm. Best, he gets a nice, solid drive. Like, I feel like Superman either kills us or wins it for us with the strength in the distance off the tee. Uh, and, you know, uh, and, and at best, we're going ahead and we're playing it. We're one. We're we're a birdie. Yeah, I uh, I think I think we can definitely birdie a par five. I think where I think honestly, it's my filler pick. I think I again I hate to say Jim, but Jim's got his priorities right. Life's not about golf. He's going home to Pam. He's really not thinking. Hey, we need to hole out here. He's just here to have a good time. That's if I'm going to say a loose. Part in the armor. Yeah, it's probably Jim. So I'm gonna say we could probably birdie. If not, uh, I have I have faith in Chucky Bucket's putting to sink a uh, a long one. So maybe a bogey. Okay, I like it. Uh, that I like that one too. That's a cool, different twist on kind of a back alley brawl, an old game with a new twist. I like that. Uh, and this has been an awesome episode. Um, uh, to end it. Go listen to Drinking in the Draft. It comes out every Tuesday. This week we've got uh, edge rushers and defensive ends. So kind of similar positions, a little bit different. Um, and then we got to start promoting the NFL Draft Challenge for 2021. This is very simple. Uh, the draft is in 20 days as we record this. 19 as you listen. Um, and all you have to do is... Go ahead and fill out the first round, uh, NFL.com, and uh, leading up to the draft, we'll have something, it's called Predict the Pick, where you can easily do it. So you do that, or you write it down, however you want to do it, uh, freaking send it to us pick by pick if you want, but you do that, you send it to us, and then you don't have to do anything, and we score it and have a good time with it, just adds a little bit to the draft. Love it. Always a good time. I'm always last, but I still love doing it. It's fun. It's just for fun. Um, other than that, go ahead and find us Twitter at bold underscore nonsense, uh, Instagram bold dot bold dot nonsense, uh, and then email us at bold nonsense podcast at gmail.com. Yeah. Uh, shows Saturdays, Tuesdays, iTunes, Spotify, best places there. Uh, other than that, let's say bye to the people. Much love from Still Smooth. Uh, great, great recess segment at Watch Disney. Want to give you a shout out there, but excited to get back on the mic next week. Yep, uh, I'm at Walsh Disney. If you love it, love us. This is the BNPN. This is the Bull Nuts and Podcast. This is your invitation to go ahead and send us your golf relay teams. Uh, and this is your invitation to stay senseless. We saw, we kicked its ass. Thank you very little.
I hate goodbyes. It's over. Go home. Go. No.